Hi, my name is Cassiano Ricardo, along with uh, Bevon Alvarez, uh, we are going to interview Julian Mathero. Julian was a founder of Valaris, acquisition vehicle which raised 1.3 billion in placement in June 2011, following the acquisition of Genel Energy. And he has prior experience in banking. Uh, Julian, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you very much. And I'd like to begin asking about the importance of leadership for students. In times when we see large and important companies under suspicion of unethical behavior, what should you recommend for those who seek future leadership roles? Yeah, there are lots of examples at the moment of disasters on the corporate front, uh, namely Volkswagen. Um, I think as a leader, you need to be absolutely true to yourself. And when you see things and hear things that aren't right, you need the courage to stand up and make a stand over those. I find it inconceivable that on many of these scandals, such as emissions, such as LIBOR, there weren't people in those organisations at a senior level that knew that those things were going on. And at whatever level you are in the organisation where you see things that you don't agree with, I think you've actually got to stand up and have the courage to speak out, even if it means that your career in that organisation is to be compromised. Uh, and compliance can't do it all. The box-ticking compliance exercises that companies go through clearly isn't sufficient to prevent these crises happening. It's up to the quality of the individual and their courage to speak out when they see those things. Okay. As uh, a second question, uh, we know that you are a trustee of the Royal Opera House and the Royal College of Music. Contributing not only to a single company, but also to society seems to play an important role in leadership. What have you learned from being a non-profit in non-profit boards? Yeah, firstly, I think that you know, with privilege comes responsibility. And I think we all need to give something back at whatever level you are in your career. We all need to find time to give something back in the not-for-profit sector. Secondly, I think you should follow your passion. Do what you really enjoy. There's no point doing something if you're not going to enjoy it. So do something that you're really going to enjoy. And, and thirdly, I think it is a very good way of um, building your leadership skills, particularly in an environment where the value drivers and the value systems are very often quite different. I've also found, lastly, that actually the people that I have met on the boards, the not-for-profit boards that I have sat on, uh, have become a very important and valued part of my own personal network. As my last question. Founding a company after working 22 years in a prestigious banks must have required a big change in your leadership style. What were your major takeaways from that change? I don't think it's a major change in your, in your leadership style. But I think what I noticed most was the move from being an agent to being a principal and having to live with your decisions. Yeah, I became very far more focused on the implications of the decisions I was making because ultimately, as a principal, you need to live with them. You also have far more stakeholders to worry about in a company.
So I had uh, a thousand people who worked for the business. Uh, we had government stakeholders in, in the Middle East we were dealing with. Uh, we had shareholders. Uh, we had regulators. So I found myself having to deal and think far more broadly around a, a, sta a stakeholder list, which I hadn't had to do uh, when I was in a far more transactional environment in banking. Thank you again, Julian, for, for being here with us. You've been a graduate of, of Judge. Tell us about your experience at Judge. How has it helped your career? And what do you value most about your experience here as a student? It's a long time ago. <laughs> uh, it gave me the opportunity to take a year out of, 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 of the workplace and build and learn skill sets that actually you just wouldn't have done if you were sitting in the office. So it gave you the luxury to come back and learn. It gave, gave you the luxury and time to think and reflect. Uh, I clearly built a network here of people that I still value and, and have been very important to me. It also gave me a chance to think about what I really wanted to do. What did I enjoy? What was I passionate about? What was I good at? Which really set me up uh, for my career uh, post-time post, post at the judge. Uh, it was a very formative year. Uh, I wouldn't have missed it for the world. I value it hugely. Um, and uh, I'm still reflecting and learning on what I was taught 25 years ago. Um, many of us hope to become future business leaders as part of the, the, the MBA program. In your view, what, what does the future CEO look like? I don't think the future CEO looks very different from the current CEO. I mean, I think that the basics of leadership, whether it be 20 years ago, 50 years ago, or in 20 years' time, are fundamentally the same. I think clearly we are working in a more global environment. We are working in a world where technology uh, and disruptive technology is, is, take, is becoming more and more important. We're working in a world, I think, where, where there is greater risk, both geopolitically, both financially. Uh, I think the leader of the future is probably a more demanding role than it was in the past. But I think the very basic qualities of leadership remain constant. And finally, last question. You've had a wonderful career, obviously. Um, how would you like to be remembered? I'd like to be remembered as a great father, a good husband, someone who people have enjoyed being around, someone who has given more than they've taken um, and lived life to the full and enjoyed every moment of it. Great. Thank you very much, Julia. It's been, it's been a great pleasure. Thanks very much indeed.